0: just seemed to want to hang there for a stride and he seemed to go just a little ungainly. Had to balance up again. 28-3 the quarter. He looks across Portelli. He can see Mahomes giving chase and they were clear then of Leap to Fame and My Ultimate Skeeter but he balances nicely now. Small T's below the 100 metres. He looks to have Mahomes covered and starts to come away again. Small T's. Small T's will win it. Second home goes to Mahomes. A good effort. Third home was My Ultimate Skeeter. Fourth Leap to Fame and that quartet got right away and they ran some time in that two-year-old race yesterday as well we saw some very promising horses uh, step out yesterday at Manangle. chris barsby is with us good morning chris steve good morning to you good morning everyone and that was one of them a leap to fame you would have been watching very closely It was a sprint home job and stuck on bravely i suppose
1: yeah i suppose a little disappointing on phase value you would have been hoping that he would have been able to fill a top three spot given the run that he got but hey as we mentioned across the weekend, the winner's very gaudy, trialled in magnificent time in a trial prior to the race meeting on Saturday night. It would have been an Australasian record, but given the fact that it's a trial, it didn't really matter. But he was able to back it up yesterday and prove too good. Interestingly, his time was quite uh, significantly quicker than My Alderman Byron, who's unbeaten. So it sets up for a really good final in the coming week. Small tease yesterday, 52-8. My alderman Byron, 53-3. So... These are really talented youngsters, no doubt about it. So, as I said, it's going to be interesting to watch these uh, horses develop in the next couple of weeks as they push towards that rich final.
0: I haven't spoken to you since the weekend, but King of Swing uh, did what I suppose most expected and We'll take a good one to to try and provide some opposition on in the Victoria Cup this weekend. Is that how you feel? Even though drawn all well,
1: it's interesting, Steve. Uh, I've canvassed this with a number of people, uh, not only locally but uh, interstate as well. There was a lot of knockers for King of Swing following that victory there on Saturday night. They just thought he was he was only just. Really? So I don't know what they wanted. yet. Did they watch the first first half of the race and good judges too?
0: Did they watch the first four (laughs) hundred
1: meters? I would like to think so, Um, but it's going to be interesting uh, how he goes, because as we know now, with that Barry draw completed on Monday night, he's got the outside of the second row, and it's only over the 2,100 metres, so there's no room for error being staged at Bendigo for the first time, but it was just really interesting speaking with a lot of different people, uh, some close to the stable, some that have no connection to the stable, and they were just thinking he was only so-so, so... I don't know. I don't know mm. what they want, but that's the that's the verdict that I yeah, got.
0: And saying in racing, they're not machines, Chris. Uh, Vic yeah. Frost, an absolute legend in harness racing. Is, we have to have a chat to you.
1: Yeah, really looking forward to chatting with Vic. Uh, as you said, a legendary figure in the harness racing, Gabe, and it was great to see him and Gail back at the races. They've been basically out of action because of the COVID pandemic for some time, but they were able to get back to the races last week and they head back to Recliffe tonight. Vic, good morning. Yeah, good morning there, Chris. It's been tough going for you guys with those uh, border closures down there because basically you were locked out and you couldn't race. Is that right?
2: Yeah, absolutely, mate. It's been a bloody nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> we, we don't know whether
1: we're going to the races or whether we're not half the time. So what was the, the verdict or what was the clincher for getting you guys back to the races last week? Obviously, a fair bit of paperwork had to be submitted.
2: Yeah well look we've, we've been trying for a fair while and but the, the answer's been no but um yeah so um uh you know uh, Brett's been trying to you know he's been uh, trying to do as much as he can for us like uh uh and and get us up there but uh you know when the government says no um you 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 can't get there if the, if the government says no mate you you're not going to be able to get there you know so but anyway they've Obviously, there's been a fair bit of work going on behind the scenes there, and and uh, now we can sort of come up and race now. So uh, thank goodness, because we've got horses that we're working along that are ready to race. And and uh, if you can't race them, see we we can't just uh, we we've got racing Queensland all the time, and uh, you mm. know I, we just can't put them on a float and and go them an angle or go to uh, Newcastle or Tamworth like. It takes your bloody day to get to them places, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, in effect, how long were you
1: guys sort of shut out for?
2: Oh, gee, whiz, mate, it was well, it was on and off, you know. I mean, we, you know, like, uh, you know, it was probably oh, a couple of months or more, you know. Yeah. Very so frustrating, no doubt. Oh, bloody frustrating, mate. You know, as I say, you go out to work your horse and you think, oh, can we, can we race or? you think we won't be you know and you're you trying to work your horse so he's, he's going to race and then you find out you can't race so then you say oh well see, I, I shouldn't have worked him that hard I should have just given him an easier time so yeah it gets you up and down type of thing you you got you can't have a goal in mind okay I'll get him ready to race in a month's time or you know or, or, or the week next week or something like that it was real difficult to sort of get a horse prepared to, you know, you normally got something in your mind, you say, okay, you'll be ready in a few weeks' time Uh, and, you know, a couple of races there I might put him in. That sort of thing. It was very hard to do that because we didn't know whether we
1: were going or or not getting there, you
2: know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, very frustrating. Am I right in saying that you guys were back at the beach working some horses recently? Yes, yes, correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, we've been down the beach a bit lately and, and, um,
2: you know... uh, because our, our track's only a small track, as you know, and, and uh, you know, we like to give them a bit of a hit out now and then down on the on the beach, which sort of helps them and, and you know, stretches them out a little bit because our track's not really, um, you know, we can't go flat out on our track and we, and we don't want to neither for, for, for other reasons. But, yeah, but yeah, we give them a bit of a hit out down there and, and uh, yeah, so we're, we're ready to go now. We've got... To racing tonight and we've got an educator tonight as well, first time off the property so um, yeah, we are just and, and um, we've got a few others here which are probably only a few weeks away from racing as well so that, that'll be good when we get
1: them there so uh, it'll be, be great yeah absolutely looking forward to uh, seeing you guys back at the races on a consistent basis i'll talk about those two horses in just a moment just on the beach uh with uh working horses on the beach is there a better feeling vic than having horses uh work along the beach um a, a better feeling did you say
3: yeah
2: yeah yes oh yeah like you know it, it, it's a bit of a um it's quite a bit extra work because you've got to put the float on and you've got to um, you know, gear your horse up. You got to put him on the float, take him down, take your gig down, then uh, put it on him when you get all down there. All that sort of stuff. And um, um, you know, but it's, it's quite time-consuming. If you want to take one down, it takes you about an hour and um, hour and a half by the time, like round trip. By the time you go down there and and then you uh, uh, work him and then put him back on the float and get him back home and unharness him, all that sort of stuff. So, it, it's 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 uh, quite time consuming, and with the beach, Chris, uh, you can only work on on the low tide. You know, it's just so. If the low tide, is say five o'clock at night, you got to you got to go down there like say half past four or four o'clock, and then give you time to work on the low tide, or or the same in the morning. It might be six in the morning, so you've either got to be there then to work your horse, and then you have got to work around that tide all the time. Okay. Okay, so there's a bit involved then. Oh, there's a lot involved. It's, it's just time consuming, and, and you're just going all day sometimes, you know, just to get those horses worked. Like, you know,
0: I thought it was only fishermen that look at tide books, speak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not. No, no, no. Well, well, see, as the tide comes in, you've got about an hour each side of the tide. So it was, so it was, say, uh, uh, like uh, five o'clock tonight, the tide. You could probably go down there at four by the time you get him in the gig and get him on the beach and you and you jog down the beach like it'll be probably fifteen minutes or so and then you can work if you want to work a couple of trips or then you work the first trip and then you're walking for twenty minutes and then you walk do another trip. Um, by that time it'll be uh, after five and then by the time you get back it'll be you know, half past five really, you know, by the time you, you get back and and uh, yeah. But it's just it's just time consuming, and, then, and you just got to. And, and it'd be the same if it's at the tie was at midday. You, you do the same. You've only got an hour either side of it to work your horse. So you've got to plan to be there and give yourself time to get out there and, and do all
1: that, you know? So. Okay. Uh, Vic, the two runners tonight Scotch and Ice in a race two, drawn gate eight, and Dr. Feelgood in a race three, drawn gate six. They were both unplaced first up. I'm tipping they yeah. both needed that run. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're
2: spot on. Um, I, I, would, I would expect them to go uh, quite a bit better tonight. Um, well, uh, um, Scotch and Ice, well, he won't have to use any, he won't have to use much fuel early uh, from his draw, but um, which will probably suit him because he, you know, last week was their first up for quite a while and um, it, naturally they wanted that run, but they've They've come along good since so uh, like that run has improved both of them um and and uh, the other little fellow will out in six uh doctor feelgood, you know I don't know what um what Nathan will do from there whether he'll uh, i assume that he'll probably go back from there like you know he had been on his second run up uh, so uh yeah, it just depends on what's underneath him or what he thinks at the time, you know so but but they'll both. They'll both be uh, much improved from
1: last week. Okay, well, that's good to hear, good to hear. Just before I let you go, uh, health-wise, you and Gail both doing okay? Yeah, well, look, we're doing real well at the moment.
2: Um, Yeah, her her health is good. She went uh, to the doctor yesterday, uh, John Flynn, and she had a procedure. They put some stuff through her back. So, uh, yeah, and... um, you know, to see whether there was any leaks or anything like that. So, yeah. But anyway, no, she's she's good and she's well, mate. And she'll be there with bells on tonight. So, um, yeah, she 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 loves getting back to those races.
1: Excellent stuff. Well, it's great to see you back at the races. Stay safe, and we'll see you at trackside. Yeah, thanks very much, Chris. You look after yourself too, mate.
2: Mobile rolling on Radio Tab.
0: Of course, Chris Barsby is with us, and there's a lot to talk about, Chris, and harness racing uh, at the moment. Just on that Stratton Cup, were you a bit surprised by that result on Friday night, Gloucester? Um,
1: not really, Steve. Um, I was probably a little disappointed with Vampira. I thought once he led, he'd be able to win that race, And given the fact that the winners come from last, and a clear last, basically, at the 400. He'll still last at the home turn. All on a certainly go with him. So I was probably a little disappointed with Vampira that he couldn't put that field away at that distance range. I thought Hurricane Harley on on Phase value was more than okay. He'll improve off that. So he probably needs to in saying that. But, um, yeah, I I thought, you know, the the favourite, well Vampiro, the the heavily tried runner, was a little disappointing given the run that he Mm. got there on on Friday night. What
0: about the horse and the 1-1 didn't fire at all, Chris? No,
1: no, they've got issues with him. So I think it's back to the drawing board. So they've got to sort him out because uh, I think it's not just one problem. There might be a few little problems that are, just uh, you know, restricting him in many ways, uh, Texas Tiger.
0: Texas Tiger. That's I just couldn't think of the name. Dan Russell's with us.
1: Well, every time Dan joins us, he's uh, in the winners' circle, and he's got a, uh, a fairly big team headed to replica tonight, six in total. And Dan's driving many of these runners himself. He joins us now. Dan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Uh, race two, number one. Get a load of this girl. Were you disappointed with her last time out? Oh, uh, I wasn't overly disappointed,
4: Chris. There was a bit of a headwind in the front straight that night. I think it just took a little toll on her. She's only a
1: little filly, so a little mare. So,
4: yeah, I she hope she'll
1: a... bounce back this week. Yeah, well, she does have a great record at this track. She's drawn in gate one. That's a big, big plus for her. This field looks a lot stronger than what she met last time out. Would you agree or disagree?
4: No, the, this field's a bit tougher than what she has been racing. So it'll be interesting to see if, how she goes tonight as well. So, yeah. How do you plan on driving her early? Um, Being in 2000, we may take a sit on her and just hopefully she's got enough gate speed to come out and then we can pick what one to let go. So hopefully, that's, hopefully it all goes to plan
1: like that. Okay, we move across to race number three, Gabby's ideal, drawn in gate number one. Uh, this is going to be her fourth local run. Is she ready to fire? Yeah, well, we put her out in the fatics morning. She's bucking and kicking and feeling real good. So hopefully she'll bounce in the windless list for us tonight. Okay. What are the expectations from gate one? Where do you see yourself uh, landing early here?
4: Um, well, she has got pretty good gate speed. So we're going to try to use that tonight and hopefully we
1: can hold up and see how she goes. Okay. The 1780, that's ideal for her? Yeah.
4: Yeah down in bathurst and all that she's been they her better
1: runs have been over the mile kind of dismisses so see how we go all right in race number five tonight may win or jug or two he's close he's always thereabouts. he's drawn the inside of the second row tonight jordan topping has the drive what are you uh, hoping here with may win or jug or two um if he tries a bit harder
4: than what he has been <laughs> Yeah. But no, all goes to plan. He should be behind the leader, and he'll he'll run his honest race again. Like he has, he's been knocking on the door lately. Just the races haven't been really suiting him. They've been walking a little bit, and he's a horse. what mainly, if they roll bowl along in thirties, he'll be there better than trying to go a half and four. So
1: hopefully, mm. everything goes to plan. Well, drawn gate seven. You're following out Pete McMullen with Bonnie's a Rockin'. Fair to assume that it is going to be a, a genuine tempo.
4: Yeah, I'll hope so. Last time Pete Ledden, we sat on his back he went a 65 half, but
1: yeah, hopefully tonight he just keeps on rolling a bit, being the leader, Peter. Okay, well, fingers crossed with that scenario. And in race six you've got three runners in this race. Abercrombie Tab, Brendan Barnes driving, Jet Force, Jordan Topping takes the drive and you're down to drive their star day. So can you take this race with the weight of numbers?
4: Well, yeah, I think we can, Chris. Like old Tab, starting to go back into a purple patch of form he's we just changed his work a little bit i don't we don't work him as hard at the minute he to be loving it so and brendan brendan's a very good driver so hopefully he can keep him up on the bit and keep him trucking
1: okay jet force
4: yeah jet you know he's he's going good he's just still learning he's he's still a bit green he still switches on switches on and off with these races so hopefully George can just find a nice little spot and hopefully he doesn't have to do no work and he'll hit the
1: line real good. All right. And your drive star day, drawn off the second row, can she come with a booming finish? Well, hopefully, yeah. We I
4: found a muscle tear in her shoulder a couple of weeks ago. That's why she's been off the scenes a little bit and the last three, four track work, she's actually hit the line like she used to. So hopefully
1: I'll fix that little problem and she'll come back to their star day, we all know. All right. Is the rag and bone man drawn barrier one the horse to beat there? He looks the leader, so is he the horse to beat?
4: I think so, Chris, you know. And if I can get three fence, it'd be beautiful for Estada. you know, because she won't have to do much work. And if Abercrombie Tag gets close enough, if, even if he sits in the chair, we know he can sit in the chair and do it.
1: So but hopefully we're, we're not going to be that far away from him anyway. All right. As I said, you're normally in the winner's circle when we, Chad. You've got the six runners tonight. Which one are you leaning towards most? Um, I think
4: Gabby. She's been going real good. Look, don't worry about her last start. The track was a bit wet, and I don't think she really handled it as good as I thought she would have. She pulled up a little bit distressed. So um, I, I just not worry about last week's run. Her last two gallops here have been real good. She's gallop
1: sharp Was good load of this girl. So hopefully she won't be too far away tonight all right so race three number one, Gabby's ideal. That's the uh, the one for Dan Russell tonight. Dan, as always, appreciate the time, best of luck tonight. Thanks, Chris. There's Dan Russell, does a good job, does a good job breaking in the young horses as well, and does a good job with his own team. So he has got uh, plenty of numbers going to Reler tonight, and he's nominated Gabby's ideal as the pick for the stable. Darren Clayton is about to join us to find us a winner for tonight's meeting, Darren, good morning. today very well. What is your best bet at the program tonight?
3: I, actually, uh, I found it a, a tough night tonight Chris and I don't know how you assessed it but uh, I thought finding a, a really good standout was a little bit tricky so we'll, uh, we'll go down later in the card and it's in race 8 horse number 8 She's All Star um, was second up in Queensland last time out for uh, Jack Butler and um, was able to take advantage of gate one in that race and led all the way. Um, her first up run was probably a little bit disappointing, but uh, a little bit of confidence under a belt from that from that victory doesn't meet an overly strong field here, and I think she might go back-to-back race eight. Number eight, she's all-star.
1: All right, she's all-star, the best bet. That's the final leg of the Quaddy, so we can really narrow the quaddie down in saying that. And speaking of the Quaddy Let's go through some numbers here. Race five. How many do we need to play in this opening leg?
3: I thought this was probably a race in three. I thought number five, get ready to rock. Um, she doesn't tend to, to win out a turn, but she's never far away. She's been runner-up for past two at Redcliffe. And uh, from gate five, probably need to work a little bit in the run at some stage. But I think she can be in the mix. Number one, Bonnie's a rockin'. Uh, good gate speed, gets the right gate and all the options. So um, her past couple have been from t- from tougher gates, so she gets her opportunity. And Mataki Magic, I'm sort of waiting for this mare to bob up. She's dropped back a little bit in grade, dropped back from Albion Park, back to Redcliffe now. Um, a super bred mare, but uh, just hasn't really fired yet uh, it- She's not far away, I don't think, though, from turning it around. So, one, two, and five—that opening leg. Okay, race six.
1: This starts the treble. How many do we need to play here?
3: Yeah, I thought we'd probably go uh, four, four horses in this one. The Rag and Bone Man—a uh, little bit like Get Ready to Rock. He doesn't win out a turn, but he's never—he always seems to be in front or thereabouts at some stage. And um, he was from gate two. Uh, a couple of runs back, and he was nearly led all the way. Talking control just grabbed him near the line. Um, back to gate one here, and over the sprint trip, he certainly gets every opportunity to to land and all the way win here. Talking control, gate six. She'll need to be doing some work at some point in the run, whether they uh, go forward early or, or go back and come with one run like they did when she defeated the Rag & Bone man a couple of starts back. Just one good one. He gets the draw to get the perfect sit on the leader. Um, he's been consistent. He's been in the money uh, eight of his past nine starts, so he'll get a good trip from gate seven. And Abercrombie Tab, never too far away from the action, went off a little bit. He seems to be back into some good form. He was a good winner, three back. And uh, from gate two, certainly be thereabouts. So one, two, six, seven, the second league. Okay, raise seven looks tough. How do you see it? Yeah, very tough. Um, Got a maiden, or she was a maiden after 61 starts, but was able to break through for her first victory last time out. That's wedding night. And uh, I've put her on top again here. That was her first run for new trainer Greg Franklin last time out. Um, Probably finds another winnable type race, just whether she can go on with it, whether um, confidence of getting that first win can help. Harry Croft, number eight. Um, He looks to get a right run through in the early stages. I thought number two, Scooby, probably gets forward early. That'll give Harry Croft a nice run through in the early stages. Um, His win was good last time out, Harry Croft, so we'll put him in. Um, and we'll throw in number two, Scooby, just off the fact that if he gets to the fence first and then hands over, he's going to get the nice run in transit. So numbers two, four, and eight in the third league.
1: All right, and we bring it home with race eight, number eight, she's all-star?
3: Yeah, I think we can go one out there. If there was any danger, it'd probably come from either the five or the six, but uh, confident enough that the eight can see it home. All right, so the numbers
1: there for the Quaddy tonight. First leg, one, two, five; second five. Second leg, one, two, six, and seven. Third leg, numbers two, four, and eight. And we bring it home with number eight, She's All Star there in that final leg because that is Darren's best bet tonight. Race eight, number eight, She's All Star. Darren, as always, appreciate the time this morning. Looking forward to chatting on Friday morning when we do all the form talk for Albion Park on Saturday night.
3: Yeah, looking forward to that. Big 10 races and, and plenty of action there.